Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Infinity Film Podcast, the greatest film podcast on planet Earth. I'm one of your hosts, Roderick Lipshot. And, well, you know, the title reads itself, doing our MCU rankings today. And, of course, I got my good buddy by my side, Benjamin Saunders. Ben, how you doing, man? Hey, hey, it's your friendly neighborhood podcaster. Or Too much? No? no. Okay. You know what? You said it was oh. stupid, but I give you the applause <laughs> for doing it anyway. I give you the applause yes. for doing it anyway, my friend. Thank you, thank you. Uh, ben, we got some guests with us today, some returning guests. Indeed. So uh, why don't you go ahead and introduce our first guest? Sure. Our first guest uh, who joined the video first and on time is uh, <laughs> Dakota. Welcome back, Dakota. How you doing? Hey, great to be back. Hey. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And uh, he's a little bit late by a couple hours. Um, no, sure no. We're, doing. we're just joking. Benjamin, Benjamin, let me let me call out Zach okay, the right, right way. Uh, okay. 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 All right. Damn it, Zach. Anyway, um, Zach Sells, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back, buddy. What's up? I'm the biggest uh, Captain Marvel supporter, so let's go. Oh, boy. Yep, there goes our <laughs> subscribers, our followers, and there goes our pod. Come back. Well, thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next time. All right, bye-bye. Okay. <laughs> so, yes, we're doing our uh, MCU rankings, 1 through 23, but uh, Benjamin came up with a really good idea so i'm going to turn the mic over to mr saunders and you're going to lead sure. us sure thank you so uh before we've kind of done our individual lists and jump back and forth and maybe overlapped a little bit so today we thought we'd try something new and we did an overall ranking system so each of us gave our lists and i assigned points to them one to 23 adding them up and now we have an overall list that we'll go through uh you know, it doesn't matches. It doesn't match any one individual person's, but uh, it's a it's a collective. And of course, we're gonna talk about our thoughts about each one, pretty much. Um, and also, there were two ties, which is kind of crazy with four people. Uh, but I picked the, I put them in order with the the median. Whoever had the higher median had the higher spot. So if everyone's ready, we'll start at the bottom of the list and build up in anticipation to our number one MCU film. Sounds good. All right. Starting at number 23, uh, I think a lot of people have this at the bottom as well. This is Thor's second outing, The Dark World, coming in with six points. A whopping so good six points. Good job. Good job. Good <laughs> yep. Job. <laughs> so we, we all agree from right now, but that may change soon. Uh, that's the only MCU movie I've only seen once in theaters. No, 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 the only one? I didn't wow. see in only theaters. Only one. Only one. I've only seen once. Are you okay? No. Or were you okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, was I okay? No, I was I was okay. very let down. But um, I mean, there's still some good things about it. I mean, I think Loki's probably yeah. the best part about that movie. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, uh, a couple of cool I, visuals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I like how we got to spend more time on Asgard because the first time, first movie, we, we spent a whole lot of time on Earth. So, you know. Yep. Yeah, I think especially uh, the when the Dark Elves attack Asgard and Heimdall's running up the bridge and everything, and uh, all that attack oh, yeah, scene, yeah. that was that was cool. And I want to say even the, I mean this is the the lowest of the low here, <laughs> but I even think it's I mean it's a decent superhero movie. So, which I think is a MCU lot. movie, no. Movie, no. it's not. 
that bad. No. Yeah, because yeah. the the twist even got me at the end. I was like, "Whoa, that's pretty cool." Um, I like to disagree. <laughs> oh, okay. I ca- are, we, I hold on. are we talking about the Loki <laughs> yeah. Odin thing? I saw that coming from a mile away. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't. Uh, I was still fresh to the MCU when I saw this, actually. So, uh, gotcha. I guess it, it kind of <laughs> pulled Wait, my was, leg. But was it this one or was it Iron Man three? Was your first MCU theater? Experience? Iron Man three. Okay. That's right. yep. Nice. So, uh, yeah. Why do you disagree, Zach? I just. <sighs> I posted a review like months, like sometime last year. Um, it's just boring to me. I just could not. It's like every just boring and uninspired. And what I th- there's nothing worse than an uninspired movie. Yeah. And then more so an uninspired comic book movie. And it's just from the past films, it was just lazy to me. This one was after uh, Avengers, right? Yes. Dark yeah. Man. I don't know. The only thing I liked about it was just the brother dynamic, I guess. Just seeing yep. them interact more. Like, that was pretty much it. Yeah, I think one of the best things that come from this movie, too, was the five-second Captain America cameo. Yeah, that was good. Um, yeah. That was great. Yeah, that was, I mean, that was a really, really well-done cameo. Yep. Because um, that's Chris Evans acting as or oh, <laughs> Captain Loki, America yeah. acting as yeah, Loki <laughs> acting as yeah. Roger, so, <laughs> many layers. I mean, there's some like good stuff. Like, like I said, the visuals are good. Like the um, how the redstone looks, and props to the MCU for like trying to salvage, like trying to connect it still with Endgame, Ages of Shield, and all that. Like, it's still yeah. an important film for the cinematic universe. But I just don't like it. I just could never. I rewatched it and just hated it more. Yeah, I feel like I've watched it. Hey. A lot. I'll go ahead, man. Go ahead. I was gonna say I feel like I've watched it a lot because that's the one a lot of people skipped <laughs> uh, <Yeah. laughs> early on. So they're like, "Oh, I haven't seen that one yet." And I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, I I own it, so I guess we can watch it." Yeah. Go ahead, Red. Crap! I forgot what I was getting ready to say. All right. Well, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really forgot what I was gonna say. Next one. Oh, oh, um, Natalie Portman. Oh, no, I, I feel like a broken record at this point, but like I, I prefer her not in this universe. Like when she's not in these big blockbusters, I think she really shines. Sure. When, I just, she just feels uncomfortable playing Jane Foster. But now that she's going to be with Taika, I have faith that maybe she'll turn in a better performance because she's capable clearly of being a really great actress. Yep. I just, maybe it's just the character is just so bland and the Thor Jane romance was always kind of whatever to me. Yeah, um, and she's got a space stone inside her during this one. So it's, yeah. Oh yeah, the uh, reality stone. <laughs> yeah. And then try and connect with Kat Dennings again. Again, oh. not blaming her at all. Like, <laughs> it's not her fault at all. But that first scene when she's dating, when she's on that first date with that guy, and um, yeah, range, and she just comes in. It was like, oh god, yes, here, here we go again. Nothing redeemable, but um, yeah. Not her fault, obviously. Just a bad script. And we'll be seeing Cat Dennings again. I think this episode will come out after WandaVision starts. So yeah, we'll see what episode she turns up in. That'll be cool. I'm curious how she's going to play a role in this because I just, that character was just so freaking annoying to me. Um, <laughs> yeah, I that's I actually I like Cat Dennings too. It's just the character itself is just bad. Sure, just yeah. poorly written, but. The word of mouth for WandaVision is really positive. Mm-hmm. So we'll see when she pops up. You know, she's been yep. in the trailer. So I'm not sure if she's going to pop up in these first couple episodes. I didn't even know she was supposed to be in it. So 
Oh. I know a spoiler alert. Spoiler. Sorry. <laughs> what? I'm just kidding. Well, I think there's a other a lot of other uh, surprising people. There's one big too, one so. apparently. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but all right, we'll we'll move on to the next movie here, uh, number twenty-two. Collectively, we chose The Incredible Hulk, uh, coming in at thirteen points. Now, Dakota and I both had this as our lowest ranking movie on our list Dakota do you want to talk a little bit about why I don't it just it was done first right or like after Iron Man it was right after Iron Man okay I don't it just doesn't fit for me in this um yeah not only because uh I guess he got replaced but I don't know the whole tone and everything just doesn't fit I always forget about it when I think of rankings and stuff so I didn't enjoy watching it I don't want to revisit it at least so that's why it's at my bottom Mm -hmm. yeah i agree um i even you know i thought ed norton was okay in the role but um i like mark ruffalo a lot better Uh, especially when they go to the science bros and the (laughs) more of the the human stuff i think uh he does well Mm -hmm. zach what are your thoughts um Honestly, I have not seen Incredible Hulk since I was uh, when it first came out when I was like 11, 12 years old. But I do remember a lot from it. Um, I love Liv Tyler. I think she's a great mm-hmm. actress. Um, I wish, I hope they bring her back. Um, it's just that switch to Edward Norton to Mark Ruffalo that just kind of ruined it for me. Yeah. Once you just love Mark, I love Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk. So once I start loving him, I kind of forget about Ed Norton. So when we watch it, it just feels. This kind of solo and just doesn't fit. Yep. I think that's a good term. It just doesn't fit. But it's the best, obviously the best Hulk movie property that we ever got and probably will ever get because until She-Hulk comes out. But mm. that just is what it is. Yep. Yeah, he was traveling alone so much. He actually thought of changing his name to Solo, but then stuck with Hulk. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. Uh, that was stupid. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Rod, what are your... <laughs> thoughts on so i have this number 18 like i i don't this is not one i like i usually rewatch a lot i kind of just do it when i do my like annually or (laughs) semi-annually mcu rewatch weekly um yeah (laughs) weekly (laughs) (laughs) oh shut up (laughs) (laughs) i remember the first time i saw it with my family i had a good i had a blast watching it there's there's good things about it Liv Tyler felt really misplaced, though. It was kind of the romance was a little forced for me. I, I think it would have been better if the romance hadn't been there. You know what, though? We still got Thunderbolt Ross back. So, and William Hurt does a good job playing that character. Yep. Um, and he's going to be in Black Widow. So I'm happy about that. And Abomination is not as bad as a villain as some people say he is. And I know he's coming back in She Hulk. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I know he's coming back for She Hulk. So, We'll see. You know, I'm glad to, you know, Tim Roth did as good of a job as he could. It's just, I think what happened was, like you guys have been saying, once Ruffalo came into the picture, this kind of became the forgotten MCU property. And I, you know, I kind of, it's, it's, it sucks. I actually, I, I have fun with it. You know, that end fight between Hulk and Abomination is really fun. But yeah, you know, it's, it's hard. It's really hard to do a Hulk movie because yeah. of how powerful he is. It's like trying to do a solo movie for Vision. <laughs> just it's 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 just difficult. So that's a good point. Um, and even yeah. a little bit of Captain Marvel, it kind of had the same thing of like overpowered, right? So. Yep. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I think the the sequence that stands out to me is in the favelas, and uh, I guess it's in Brazil 
well, I know he's in there most of the beginning of the movie, but there's a chase scene, which is cool. I think. Yep. Oh, in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. 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 It's near the beginning. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Am I mixing that up with fast and furious? No, no. I think they're (laughs) both one. (laughs) Yeah. Which one? (laughs) Uh, Fast five. No, I think they both have uh, chase scenes in Brazil. Mm -hmm. I think the faint of furious also. Oh, really? Okay. You know, the the post credit scene for this movie though, I, I liked a lot. Um, with mm-hmm. Tony meeting Thunderbolt Ross at the bar, talking about putting a team together. I like that. Yeah. Same. Oh, yeah. When you were a kid, um, again, last time I saw it, I think, was when I was a kid. Uh, that was like the coolest moment. It's like, oh, it's Iron Man. Oh, Avengers happening. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's just, so, it's just so cool. So you kind of forget about all the flaws because of that <laughs> when you're a kid. Yeah. Well, speaking of Iron Man, coming in at number 21 is Iron Man two don't get too worried 14 points just one more point than the hulk received so with iron man 2 wow we both or all of us had it pretty low on our list yeah uh, i think it's uh, not really well written the story's not that great i I thought whiplash he's a cool character but he doesn't do a whole lot (laughs) Um, that's good yeah uh, very I mean that that opening or not opening, but near the beginning at the the race, and he just comes out and starts whipping cars and stuff, and then Tony's got that yeah, suitcase suit. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I thought all that was really cool, but then the kinda, suitcase suit. Ooh, that's a great scene to be honest. Be my, yeah. Still be my favorite Iron Man suit up scene is that suitcase. Next oh, to cool. Infinity War for me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. okay, cool yeah. Iron Man suits. <laughs> yeah, hmm, we should do this one day. But yeah, nope, then... I'm taking it for a post. Nope, called it. Oh, okay. All right, go ahead. <laughs> uh, you'll probably have that done tomorrow. Um, it's already done. <laughs> well, that's great. Uh, yeah, any more thoughts on it, Dakota? Yeah, honestly, I just forget what happens in this movie half the time. I remember the Whiplash character. I remember Black Widow's in it. I, I even rewatched it like last summer, and I still just like it always just. <laughs> escapes my mind so that's why it's yeah. so low it's just like it's forgettable for me a little bit agreed anything <laughs> else to add zach uh, yeah um same way um i think the biggest my biggest pet peeve with the movie it's not even like the runtime it's well the runtime too but like the pacing of it yeah is like it's just once you get to that point where tony's kind of acting a little bit too much like tony it becomes really badly paced and i will always hate that party scene between him and uh, uh, Rod, Rod um, Rhodes. Uh, what's Rody? Rody. There we go. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, you can say me. I mean, I'll take. Yeah, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll be warm machine if you want me to. <laughs> but <laughs> that scene and the whole that awkward silence. I remember seeing that again in the theater of him peeing. Yeah. And like that long, it was so long and unfunny, and uh, I just can't with that movie sometimes. But um. And then how they treated Black Widow. I get he, she was trying to get with Tony to get information, but mm. that's the way he introduced her. It just kind of upset me as I thought about it more. I grew up and like realized, oh, that was really shitty. <laughs> Sorry, my language. I didn't know there was language oh. or anything. <laughs> language? But, yeah. No, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there we go. <laughs> I understood that reference. Uh, anything, anything else, Ryan? Uh This film just suffers from being uh, too much of an Avengers setup. You know, yeah, I, I don't hate this movie as much as 
don't know about hate. Like, I don't know if this movie gets hated enough or a lot, but I enjoy it more than most. I guess I'll say that. I, I actually really do like Downey's performance here. He, you know, the whole him dying, getting drunk because you know, whatever, selling his company or giving his company the pepper. You know, I, I I like some of that stuff. I don't think you needed Whiplash. I I would have been fine if it was just Sam Rockwell being the villain because Sam Rockwell is kind of he's actually one of my favorite MCU villains. He kind of gets forgotten about. He is funny. Yeah, he just acts like Sam Rockwell. Right. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> you know that that scene where he's you know showing Rhodey all the guns. I, I like that scene a lot. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, it's just it's 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 just a lot. It's a lot for a sequel. And, yeah, you know, you guys, you guys kind of just summed, summed it up perfectly. I don't really have anything else to add, really. Um, I, I still find it somewhat enjoyable, though. I, I give it like a six, six and a half out of ten, or whatever. You know, if I'm gonna grade it, but all right, you know, yeah, five for me, around five or six for me. But yeah, as time passed, yeah. Although all I will right. say, I'm, I'm glad that Don, Don Cheadle was a much better roadie than Terrence Howard. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Dakota. Oh no! Yeah, I totally forgot about that. About oh. that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that switch. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was kind of. <laughs> took me a second too. Um, that ending's cool though. Like the final fight scene with the, their team up. That was again another oh, yeah. great visual moment. But I, I was actually a little let down by that. I really. Uh, yeah, I for some reason because the trailers hyped it up a lot for me, like it, like something really really cool. Yeah, I remember and it that. Didn't, it didn't last that long, and most of that fight was just Tony flying away from mindless robots. Did that start the trend of like just a random horde of mindless <laughs> stuff? <laughs> I, I it might have been, honestly. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I, it, I think Favreau just was trying to do a lot, yeah. and I think I really think. Marvel and 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 all of them, they were just trying to get this adventure set up. Yeah, and like with Black Widow, and like I wonder if Favreau and Feige kind of clash or something. I don't think right. they. I think they probably were like just studio and just trying. Hey, you got seven Avengers, by the way, and it just kind of clashed a little bit too much. There's a good movie in there somewhere. If they just stuck with Tony, you know, kind of downward. I don't want to say depression, but just downward spiral. Um mm-hmm. and just have Sam Rockwell be the villain. I think you could. There's a there's a good movie in there somewhere. I just release think, a Favreau cut. <laughs> yes, release the Favreau cut. <laughs> we need it. I mean, there's even a Thor post credit scene in here too, which was like you know I I enjoyed that scene, but you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's a lot. So yeah, we should move on, Ben. Well, yet another great transition. Number twenty is Thor, uh, coming in at twenty one points. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I see that. I um, I guess I'll start if you want me to. <laughs> go ahead, man. Yeah, go ahead. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I really enjoy the movie. I really enjoy uh, Kenneth Bron. Did Kenneth Bron direct it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I like his Dutch angles he did with the movie. It just felt <laughs> yeah like the for that Thor movie. It just felt right with the character at the time, and um, I love the com. That was like. I again, I was kind of trashing on Kat Dennings for the second movie, but she was tamed back a little more in this first movie. And the whole comic with him and Natalie Portman was pretty decent for me. And um, yeah, I don't know. I just really enjoyed this movie. It was a great like redemption to find himself and find who he is and why he is the god of thunder and all that. So mm-hmm. it was decent. 
Tell him why he's wrong, Dakota. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, I I remember enjoying this a lot when it came out. Um, I thought, I mean, I thought he was cute. I was like, this is great. Um, I don't know. I guess as time goes on, I just, it, yeah, right. I think as time goes on, yeah, it just kind of like bumps down a little bit for me every time. I, again, I don't really like uh someone said earlier i don't really like natalie portman in this role really she i didn't mind her so much in this one i guess but i I have no faith for the next movie which is fine because maybe i'll just go with low expectations but um this one's not bad but yeah i don't know i guess just over the years i just keep knocking it down to lower and lower on the list putting things above it that's probably why mine was so low yeah yeah i think it's a it's a decent start to his story but yeah, like you're saying, there's so many other ones. Uh, I kind of, not that I forget about it, but there's other ones I'd rather rewatch than, than go back to Thor. Right. What we get on Asgard is cool. Uh, I think it did throw me off how he was in New Mexico for so much of the movie. <laughs> uh, but I guess that's that's central to, like Zach said, his uh, redemption arc there. Uh, and that's what makes it uh, semi-powerful at the end. Um so. And the, one of the things too was like Thor was seemed like a completely different person in this one, um, <laughs> which is fine because like I guess a lot of things happen to him and yeah. he changes his personality. Whatever, that's fine. But I think I liked it at the time, and then they started to switch him to be more like funny. And then I was kind of like, well, that's weird. That's not really how he is. But now I like it. So that's why this one just I'm like, I guess that's not really him anymore. I don't know. It's yep. weird. Kind of like the Hulk with a Norton Ruffalo, not like the same exact thing, but kind of like it just changes over time. And looking back, it's just kind of smaller scale. You can say yeah. completely different. Rod, anything else? I, I use Thor as the example of as the MCU movies got better, this kept going lower. I think Dakota said that too. Like it just kept getting lower on the wrong list. This is actually, I I think it's actually a pretty good movie. But the MCU movies just got better, in my opinion, obviously. And so this kind of just kept going down my list. Zach, I don't know what you're talking about, though. Those those Dutch angles were getting on my damn nerves, man. I, I, <laughs> I was getting headaches, dude. I was getting headaches. Uh, really? Yeah. I, I, it just it wasn't for me. Yeah. I will say, though, that the whole four fish out of water thing, I was digging a lot, um, especially that scene in the, in the cafe. Uh, yeah. Another, <laughs> another. Yeah. That's such a great. That's that's a kind of iconic moment in the MCU. Yep. And I want to give a shout out to uh, uh, Stellan Skarsgård. Mm-hmm. Uh, he kind of gets forgotten about as a side character, but him and Thor kind of have this nice, you know, uh, bond. Um, in, in this in Dark World, and uh, he pops up in uh, Ultron for a minute when Thor goes on his hot tub quest, which I'm sure we'll talk about a little later, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> and Avengers too. Is he in the fr- yeah, that's right. Yep. He that's was right. the one brainwashed. Mind controlled. Yep. Yeah. Mind controlled. Thank you, Zach. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it, it's a good movie in my opinion. Uh, it felt a little Shakespearean kind of yeah. just, you know, with the score and the way it was shot and everything. Uh, and Tom Hiddleston, you know, just, this was my first exposure to Tom Hiddleston. I don't know about you guys. This was, this was my first exposure to Same. him. He was yeah. not, he killed it as Loki. You know, I, I really can't see anybody else playing that character now. I don't want to see anybody else playing that character. And I'm glad we're getting a show with him in a, different, yeah. <laughs> in a different reality. You know, I, still, I have my doubts about that, but whatever. We get Loki back. Um, 
the first Loki fake death of the MCU, though, happens in this movie. Um, <laughs> yeah, one of many. Wow. <laughs> yep. Look, I'm, 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 if if he dies in the show, I'm just not going to believe it. <laughs> I, I might just turn it off. I might go to Hollywood. I might go to California to like Feige stop. It's just it, it, got, it got too much. <laughs> the joke is dead. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, those are my thoughts on uh, Thor Benjamin. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving right along, number 19, just one more point higher, is Ant-Man and the Wasp. Hmm. Uh, let's see, I gave it the least amount of points. I, originally, when I saw it, I thought it was better than the first one in theaters. And I think just coming off of uh, that high from Infinity War uh, and seeing that that post credit scene, I was like, whoa, I was like, it's all it's all connected if I hadn't figured that out earlier, but uh, I, I, there there's parts that I like, um, but I just, I rewatched it again and it was tedious to me uh, and stuff wasn't as funny to me. Uh, I still think the, the music's really good. I actually like a lot of the, the score better than the first one. Um, but of course that iconic theme returns from the first one. And I mean, ghost is a really cool character, but, I don't think she's given uh, as much to do as she could have. <laughs> um, and then Lawrence Fishburne turns up, but then he doesn't do much. Um, so, yeah. But the I, I guess the, the biggest thing was Wasp coming in and Evangeline Lilly kicked butt. She's the highlight. Yeah. She, I mean, she's the highlight yeah. of the film. So glad she finally got a chance to shine. Uh, I think part of yeah. the, to that point, to your point, Ben, I think, also, because I like you, I really dug the film the first time I watched it. Yeah, but I, you know, I was kind of like, well, I was a, just a nice palate cleanser after Infinity War because it was just a yeah. lot lighter in tone, wasn't dark, yeah. wasn't depressing. Yep. It was just kind of this, this nice, kind of breezy two-hour family, you know, family film. There are elements that are better in this movie than there are in the first Ant Man. I would mm-hmm. say Evangeline Lily and some of the action I think is handled a lot better. But I mean, I think the highlight really, if it's not Evangeline Lilly's that post credit scene, that's kind of sad, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, not your highlight of the film is the post credit scene. But, <laughs> yep. You know, it's just kind of that big WTF moment. You know, Paul. I I, I like the, their chemistry. I just I don't fully buy the relationship yet. I maybe I just need one more film. I mean, I felt it though in Endgame when he was really trying to get Tony to, you know, get him to do the time travel mission, yeah. the time heist. Um, you kind of you kind of feel it there, but I, I just I, maybe just don't we don't have enough yet. Uh, I think Peyton Reed, who is coming back for the third one, right? He is directing the third one. I can't. Yes, yeah, him. I believe so. Okay, he does a good enough job here. I I I think what was missing was just that heist element from the first film. Mm-hmm. That you know the first one was kind of it, it's it had that tone of a you know a heist movie and didn't get that with this this was kind of just like whatever but you know it's it's still fun entertaining and the girl who plays cassie's adorable so yeah, she is. and the father the, the father daughter dynamic is really really strong here too so mm-hmm. that's my two cents dakota what do, what's your two cents um i think ant-man's just like not the uh story for me i guess i don't know i enjoy it i can't i don't know who to fault but i for some reason i just don't it, like I enjoy it, but I don't care about it 
to okay. me. Like, I don't know. I guess that I don't know. I think all I can say, yeah, is just that it's just not for me. I guess. Um, I love Paul Rudd as Ant Man. I love all the side characters. Like yeah. nothing is really wrong with it. But I've definitely felt like Ant Man and the Wasp was just like a filler. I just appreciated it for moving Infinity War along mm-hmm. to the next point. That's pretty much all I took from it. Nice, Zach. Yeah, I I pretty much agree with everybody's point. Um, it's just basically the you made a good point, Rod. Of like, it's a good a palate cleanser after um, Infinity War. That's actually a really good analogy. And um, for me, also, it just felt like a two-hour movie to explain time travel or like how. T- <laughs> that's basically it's just to explain Endgame. That's yeah. It was kind of mm-hmm. like we all had a feeling it could be time travel, and that kind of just sealed a deal. Um, for me, I really like the um the action, the comedy action of it. I'm a big like fan of like comedy action movies, mm-hmm. and um this one was like kind of the same thing. I always laugh in the scene with Paul Rudd where he's um the little like he's like malfunctioning at the school, and he's just a little kid running with his big jacket. I really yeah. do like that. I love Paul Rudd. He's so he's just such a great guy and. I always want to support these movies, the Malin and Ant-Man franchise because of how like it's, it's kind of like the smaller move, like the smaller film in this whole MCU. It's like not to be a pun with Ant-Man, but it really <laughs> yeah. is like the smaller feel, smaller everything. And um, I just wanted to win because I just like Paul Rudd and everybody doubted him and he was cast. Everybody was like, why are they making an Ant-Man movie? That's stupid. And I always, and I feel like, it was uh, just a good palate cleanser. That was a good term to use. Um, nothing really that special. Ghost looks amazing to me. Like her whole visual effects is amazing to me. Um, it's also my favorite 4K I own. It looks great in 4K. So I will agree with you on that. It's a nice, it, it's a nice 4K. Yeah. Exactly. Michelle Pfeiffer. Um, that was. Okay. A, I knew we always we already knew that was uh, gonna happen. But um. Zach, I'm gonna interrupt you for one second. Oh yeah, because so this, this goes into one of my complaints. Yeah. Um, just as about the MCU as a whole, because they yeah they really do a good job of casting. But my can't believe I have complaints about the MCU. But they what I know <laughs> they wasted not only Lawrence Fishburne but Walton Goggins. And Michelle Pfeiffer. I mean, she was on the posters and everything, yeah. and she was barely in the movie. Lawrence Fishburne was wasted. Walton freaking Goggins was wasted. I mean, I, that pissed me off a lot. How really is did. Lawrence Fishburne wasted? He says quantum like five times. <laughs> they compare sizes. And how can you <laughs> say how can you say Sonny Birch is not at the top of your list of favorite villains? Come oh, on, Jesus. That was that was his name, right? Sonny. Yeah. I don't even Some- know. <laughs> But I do like the scene also with a uh, wasp and how she like runs on a knife. Um, yeah. And stuff. That's a really cool shot. Um, but it just went on a little bit too long at times. But yeah, yeah. I kind of agree with everybody here. All right. We agree. It should have just been called wasp. Uh, yes. <laughs> number 18, excuse me, coming in at 33 points. This one removed from, from small scale to big scale, maybe too big for some people. It's, the second Avengers outing, Age of Ultron. Oof. Oh, that hurts my Here heart. Here we go. You people, no, yeah. no, no. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, Rod had it very high, uh, considerably <sighs> higher than than us. I, I kind of do agree. I think it's underrated as a 
I guess because there's a lot of hate that's come f- from it after the the first Avengers, <laughs> uh, I suppose, and it not being what people's expectations were. But I think it does have really good scenes, and it's it's pretty fun. Uh, I'm gonna start here. Let's start with Dakota, and and we'll build up to Rod because I know he's got something to say. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. I put Ultron at like 15, which isn't super low, but um, I think the only reason I rate it so high is because of uh, uh, Ultron, James Spader. I just love him as Ultron. I don't know why, but that's just going to be my thing. Um, I thought, I don't know. I thought like a lot of the interactions between the characters were cool. Um, I don't know. It's just kind of like a middleman for me. That's why it's just slap in the middle. I don't know. I have nothing negative to say i know a lot of people don't like it but i thought it was just a fun way to move the avengers series along we got um scarlet witch and we had a quicksilver for a minute i was kind of mad that he wasn't in this movie yeah. anymore yeah i know and I, I was just like oh, okay well um I didn't, I didn't see that coming yeah i thought he'd be in there a lot longer but you can thank days uh, of future past for that <laughs> <laughs> Sure, yeah. That was part of the reason. Yeah, <laughs> I, I oh. guarantee it. Oh, that's disappointing. Then, yeah, <laughs> I, get, I don't know. I probably don't have too much to say about it. It's just right in the middle for me. Uh, I like you pointed out James Spader. I think he was uh, amazing. King. Uh, yes, <laughs> I was watching the show Blacklist around this time too, so I was really getting into his uh, his stuff. And yeah, I think his his voice for the role was <laughs> great too. So yeah, good good shout out there. Uh, we'll go to Zach, who had it. Uh, looks like second from the bottom. Is that right, Zach? Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, so I think everybody on Instagram knows this. I really hate this movie. <laughs> I I liked it when it came out. Um, I saw it actually three times when it came out, but um, I just as time passes and you hurt and like how everything came out, I just do not like it. It's a ugly looking movie to me. The, um, battle scene between Hulk and Hulkbuster is just, it's fun, but it's just pointless and just not as engaging as it should have been. Um, I think the debate was Hulk should have beaten the Hulkbuster, but, um, that's a whole nother thing. Uh, James Spader is amazing, though. That's one that I will agree on. I just see Raj just holding his tongue. <laughs> he's waiting. Um, he's waiting. He's, he's waiting. Yeah. But um, James Spader is amazing. He's hilarious. I love how he's just a combination of Tony and Bruce, mainly Tony. He's basically yeah. Tony's son, and that's just amazing to me. Um, Scarlet Witch um, is my favorite character in the MCU, or one of my favorite characters in the MCU. And... Um, she was it was a great introduction quick server i like the way he looks i like the way he runs um but again it was cut short i like how they gave hawkeye family but in the end until the hawkeye uh show comes out i kind of don't care <laughs> it just felt too too much downtime too much um black widow is amazing in it too um again i like the way she looks and like her hair and like the costume design is great i just I don't know. It just felt generic in the end and another just to get the Avengers together and fight a big villain and they waste his fader and everything. Sure. To me. Right. And uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I would ask your opinion on the, the Bruce Nat 
relationship that oh, starts here. That one, it's been made fun of in Deadpool. It's been made fun <laughs> of um, just pretty much now, and especially in Ragnarok, they even made fun of it. But um, it was kind of wasted. It just felt forced. And I don't mind them as a couple, but it just felt forced and they didn't explore it. And when you don't explore something you present, especially with a universe like this, and this is like what? What was it? Like their seventh movie around yeah. the time? Yeah, around there. Um, right Around the time. It's like you kind of just do it and then you drop it. It just feels kind of wasted. Yeah. That's probably the best word for it. Okay. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that too. I didn't. Yeah, just like you said, <laughs> I didn't mind it, but it's the eleventh movie. I'd had to look it up. Eleventh. Oh, oh okay. okay. Thank you. That makes it even worse. <laughs> <laughs> I All think right. I see the. What was that? Oh, no, I was just gonna say one of the worst things. Yeah, I think was introduced was the accents for the twins. Oh my! <laughs> oh my. <laughs> that went away. Yeah, and that just slowly went away. Yeah, I love Elizabeth Olsen, but that accent was just not it. That was just not it, Chief. <laughs> Yeah, I think we'll all agree there. The Rod's turn. Uh yeah, I guess we'll take him off the leash. Go ahead, Rod. Cue wrestlers music. <laughs> okay. All right. Let me just get my two cents in here real quick. Mm-hmm. I don't want to take up too much time here. No, no. Zach, you know, I love you, man. What's up? Good guy. <laughs> Good guy, man. Thank you. You're you not, you piss me off sometimes, but I like to. I like to press the buttons, see what I can press. I, I know, I know, I know. I, I think there are some negatives that I will agree with, mainly the accents. They're really, really bad. Just awful. I don't think the Bruce, I think the Bruce Natasha thing started out really nice. I think, I blame the Russos more than Joss Whedon for that. So I just think the Russos kind of just, they obviously didn't like that relationship at all. So they kind of just put that away. They made little nods here and there, but they didn't, they never really explored it. Like you said, Zach, um, it wasn't explored enough. So uh, I, I was actually probably one of the few people who actually kind of enjoyed that relationship just because there are both two people trying to get away from the fight, kind of have tragic pass, especially Natasha. And that's kind of what I really enjoyed about this movie is the team chemistry and the fact that we get to see each one of them kind of they're, their dark side and kind of their tragic past, especially like, like I said, Natasha's, especially um, just her telling that story about how she can't have children. You know, that, that, that got to me a lot. Um, you know, then cap kind of wanted to leave his life behind and, you know, be with Peggy, you know, obviously he can't have it. And, uh, you know, Thor, yeah, the hot tub thing was weird. I'll, I'll, I'll give you guys that too. That, that was some clear setup for Ragnarok and infinity war. I don't know what Joss Reedon was thinking. Maybe just wanted to see Chris Hemsworth shirtless for a scene. So I'm sure that made the ladies happy. Yeah, I mean, I'm, not yeah, go to- <laughs> I'm not complaining personally. Like- <laughs> uh, I think that was kind of forced on Whedon, if I remember correctly. Well, Whedon had a four-hour cut of this movie that never right. saw the light of day. Yeah, um, he was told to cut a lot of the, cut, cut a lot out. Yeah, um, to make it two and a half hours. So and the movie the, the movie's a lot. I mean, we're, in, we're even introduced to Wakanda for the first time, you know, briefly. Yeah, claw. Um, yeah, but to me, this is all just about the team dynamic. I mean, that 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 dinner scene or the or dinner the party scene where they're all just kind of hanging out, talking, picking up the ham, trying to pick up Thor's hammer. I mean, that's 
uh, that's just classic MCU banter at its best right there for me. Yep. That's my favorite scene, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. It's same. just really well done. I kind of wish it lasted a little longer than it did. But, um, you know, I, I always go back to, no one talks about it enough, but when Rhodey's trying to tell his story, his War Machine <laughs> story, I love that. And he's like telling it to the Avengers. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, good story. But then he's telling it to like, people like us like oh yeah, yeah. yeah nice story. he's like yes <laughs> he <has that> little <laughs> smile yeah yeah but he's like oh shit didn't uh, all right see that's the but, avengers uh, i like that's what i yeah. like uh and i like how this movie starts too straight action we just yep. go right into it you know ben you mentioned it earlier the whole language thing i like how they carried that joke throughout the entire movie yeah uh i zach i also i liked the hot guys uh, we got some more time on Hawkeye this film mm-hmm. just because we got none of him in, in the first Avengers movie. He was just kind of there, you know, he was brainwashed for most of it. That's part of the reason. And I feel like Whedon was like, all right, I gotta, you know, make sure people care about this guy somewhat. So, and obviously they're there. When you introduce a person's family, it's kind of common knowledge. All right. He's probably going to die. So, you know, that whole twist with, Quicksilver dying instead. I was like, oh, all right. I didn't really care enough because we didn't gain time with Quicksilver. Yeah. So, and I will say this too. There was a lot of hype going into this movie because the first Avengers was so well received and universally loved. So there was no way the hype was just gonna match that that first film. Because we, we we had seen it before already, you know. And so I find the third act kind of tedious because they're just by mindless robots, but the team dynamic keeps it entertaining enough. And uh, I, I, I really dug to how they kept Tony's uh, arc from Iron Man three and this whole PTSD and trying to protect, you know, trying to you know protect his friends and his family and Pepper and all that. So um, I like how they still explored that. Uh, there's, there's a lot of great stuff in here. It's the, it's still the weakest of the Avengers movies, but it's, it's just overcrowded with a lot of setup for Civil War and Infinity War and Ragnarok. That kind of, you know, that kind of, the the good stuff I feel like it's forgotten. Like the Hulkbuster fight, I think it's one of the best fight scenes in the MCU. Really? Um, I yeah, I love that wow. Hulkbuster uh versus Hulk fight. That so damn entertaining. But um and Sylvester didn't even do the score this time, but if I'm not mistaken, I think it was uh Elfman, Danny Elfman. Elfman Yeah, and uh was it Debney that helped too? I thought it was just Danny Elfman, if I'm not mistaken. Um, if it was Elfman, if, I'm so disappointed if it was because he's always has great scores, and I just didn't hear his signature stuff. Well, um, just, Elfman just and think, Brian Tyler. Sorry, uh, Brian Tyler. Okay, yeah. So I look. It's not a great score. There's, it's all right. You know, I still have some of it on my playlist just to listen to every now and then. It, you know, it's it's whatever. It's just not that Alan Silvestri score that you know the epicness yeah yeah the epicness that we get so yep yeah i have this is my my ninth favorite just the more the more i watch it the more i i appreciate appreciate it and you you realize kind of how important this film is to the rest of the saga also mm-hmm. you know with tony trying to protect everybody but you know maybe we'll talk about that later so yeah that's my um hour-long explanation of why i like age of ultron thanks for listening to my ted talk all right. It was it was much more calming than I was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, Zach. You know, I we all. That's the beauty about film, man. We all have different yeah, opinions. I agree. You, know, you and I we just like to bust our balls because you know we love exactly. Film, you know? So you know, it's all. Awesome. <laughs> I totally agree. 
Um, the one thing I want to point, there's a certain shot that always cracks me up is when Captain America's fighting in the end and he does a single like straight up like it's hard he's like does a horizontal line to kick his shield in. It's like it's really you gotta look it up. It's just really weird. It's like he does one that he hits one of the mindless robots and does like a flat horizontal kick. It's really weird. Okay. Huh. I was just watching Edge of Ultron the other day too. I gotta go back. Gotta go. Thank you for giving me another uh, excuse to go. <laughs> yeah, watch. go watch it. It's like <laughs> near the bridge scene. He like he's like talking in the headset. He does. Oh, like I weird... know what you're talking oh, about. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it was yeah, meme yeah. for a while. It, was... <laughs> it just looks weird. Yeah. Oh well. Speaking of Cap, let's move along to number seventeen. Uh, coming winter in, soldier. Coming in at 35, 35 <laughs> all right, points. All right. No, no, no. I wouldn't be calm then. I would not be calm. <laughs> I was 17. <laughs> no, this is Captain America, the first Avenger, his first uh, solo outing. Uh, we'll go to Dakota first. She had it quite low on her list. Let us, yeah. let us know your thoughts. Yep. I mean, I loved Captain America when it came out because Chris Evans my boo and like I just want to watch him over and over again but it, I don't know it, it suffered the same fate as Thor I think just more stuff came pushed it down kind of made it look a little um, like some of these movies that came out early on got a little dated compared mm-hmm. to the other ones so I don't know nothing wrong with it really in my opinion um, it's just I don't know it didn't hold its own through the like years okay. for me uh, have you seen the Agent Carter TV show? No. Okay. Does has anyone? Our Rod's watching it, right? Yeah, I'm. I still haven't started season two yet, but I, I okay. enjoy season one a lot. Okay, good. Um, so my fiance Kara, my fiance Kara loves that show. Okay, cool. I was just uh, that's just a point to talk about. Uh, spin off with Peggy Carter there. Uh, I quite enjoy and would recommend. How great was Haley Atwell in that role, though? I mean, she is yeah. oh, She's so good. Yeah. And, you know, Cap and Peggy's relationship, all complicated as it is, you know, I, I, I thought that was one of the strengths of this movie, um, kind of their chemistry and their back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I always get choked up and a little teary-eyed when he makes that sacrifice. Yeah. And then they have that heart to heart memory about that last dance. And then the ending was not without, I didn't expect the ending to be kind of as not depressing, but um, I, yeah, you know, that, that line of, you know, I had a date. Yep. You know, that, that got my heart. Yeah. Um, that was sad. So, yeah, it was, it was sad. So th- there's a lot of things this movie does really well, but like Dakota, it just, the sequels were, are, are obviously better um, for me, at least. Um it just kind of it, it's my number 12 mcu movie i believe and it you know i red skull great villain ben why am i forgetting this guy's name hugo weaving uh, no no um or oh. erskine God. no the guy the uh Ar- tommy lee jones no oh. tommy lee jones uh <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh damn i wish i, I wish he could have been frozen oh, too, because I I yeah. loved I loved him a lot in this movie too. He, <laughs> yeah, he, he was kind of a comic relief, and um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a solid entry in the MCU, in my opinion. It kind of one, kind of on my underrated list, in my opinion. Yeah, I still think one of the best scenes too. I probably talked about it earlier, but uh, they're at boot camp training, whatever, and um, Tommy Lee Jones' character 
pulls a pin on grenade and throws uh, it in yeah. the mix and, and everyone else kind of runs away and Steve jumps on it to save everyone. And you're like, wow. He's like, you know, this is the guy and it's silent for a little bit. And <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones just says, He's still skinny. Yeah, I and, love that. <laughs> that's a classic. Yeah, that's that's yeah, hilarious. But then also a, a great poignant scene for uh, defining Captain. America. It shows his character, who yep. he is. Um, yeah, well, to that point too, before you go, Zach, I, I want yeah, to mention Stanley Tucci. Um, they yeah, have that oof. heart. To, they have that heart yeah. to heart about you know, remain. Please remain who you are. Not a not a, a perfect soldier, but a good man. Mm-hmm. And oh man, that that heart to heart conversation gets to me all the time. So yeah. I just want to give a quick shout out to Stanley Tucci because he was kind of a great mentor role for for Cap. He was a great, he's a great actor. Um, I yeah. had this at uh, 16. Um, I actually really like this one too. Um, but again, as more movies came out, it kind of went down the list. Um, yep. The direct, I forgot the director's name, but he did the Rocketeer. Um, it has uh, that same Joe Johnson. Yeah, it has that same feel. That whole that just I don't know what the aesthetic is called. Like 40s. No. Yeah, like Fallout <laughs> 40s, <laughs> like kind of, you know that old style, like new age technology yeah. and all that. Um, and I like it. I like the big prop of uh, Cap um, when he gets inside the thing that turns him to Captain America. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the how like kind of goofy it kind of looks, and how he comes out kind of like just big and bulky, and like oh wait, no, that's just Chris Evans. That's just his body, <laughs> and um, that's just I don't know. I just really like this movie. I like Hugo Weaving as Red Skull. Um, I wish he could stayed as Red Skull, but yeah, the montage is cool to me. I like the little montage. Yeah, that's a great. Uh, Bucky was cool, and yeah, it's just a cool movie to me. <laughs> There's nothing more to say. It's just a great setup, great first movie. That's pretty much it. I kind of don't like the montage, truthfully, Zach, just because I, really? I kind of wanted to spend more time. I wanted to see them like doing more missions and stuff. I yeah, kinda, it kind of rushes it. You can say you know, I, that that the. Uh, the squad was pretty cool, you know. The, the little team they had, yeah. Um, you know, I that that was kind of one of my complaints was just that montage. I, but I, it fits I with the tone. Yeah, it yeah. did fit with the tone. I just wanted more time spent, so it's yeah. kind of like a personal thing for me. I just wish I we had spent that. more time in that era. It, it furthers the tesseract too and stuff. And again, damn, that damn tesseract. I know, <laughs> right? Um, Kind of like, I guess, kind of like Amen the Wasp is this kind of like set up the Tesseract and what it is and stuff, like how Amen the Wasp set up time travel in the quantum realm. So I guess they have a theme of just setting up before the big movie. <laughs> but other than that, yeah. Yeah, I generally agree. There's a lot of cool stuff here. Uh, but then, yeah, I'm also with Dakota that there's a lot of other <laughs> films after it that uh, I, I find myself not going back to it as much uh even though i do like it so the post credit scene was i i i, I like that post credit scene because it wasn't like an actual scene it was just a trailer for the avengers yeah so i remember being in that theater and it wasn't like a packed house or anything but the people that were in it they were all just like you know getting amped and you know hyped because it was just another step closer to the avengers mm-hmm. um yeah this was the last time before the avengers so that was a long wait <laughs> good lord <laughs> yeah all right, next up on the list, number 16. This came up at 36 points, uh, surprisingly to me. One more point than Cap. This is Ant-Man, the original. That is surprising. Huh. Um, yeah, it's just the way the, the cookie crumbles. Uh, we had it, well, it looks like we had it all around the same uh, votes, honestly. Ant-Man, 
Uh, kind of. But anyway, we'll go to uh, we'll go to Rod first. What are your overall thoughts? I think Zach, you mentioned it earlier about people complaining about Paul Rudd being Ant Man and everything. I I was kind of on that camp of I'm not I'm gonna wait and see, just because Paul Rudd he's a funny guy. I just didn't know how he was going to yeah. fit into the MCU. Um, and look, turned out really great, obviously. I like the standalone nature. I, li- I, I like that a lot about this movie, just how it doesn't, there's hints and nods towards, you know, certain events from previous films. Um, and of course, the ending sets up Civil War. But, you know, this is a standalone film. It's a heist film. And I thought uh, Peyton Reed did a good enough job my real complaint with this movie truthfully not all the humor landed for me there were some jokes that were just kind of like eh, i don't know the basket robbins thing at first i i found hilarious and then I, after like multiple rewatches it just the joke just falls flat now for some reason um product placement yep yeah, god but um michael pena was really the highlight for me Michael Pena was was just so funny, and the way he tells his stories, <laughs> yeah. I mean that's that's great. I kind of want. I, I forgot. I was. I think it was a John Campia show. I think he said it. Where he's like, I just want a like a Disney Plus series of just Michael Pena mm. explaining the whole MCU. Um, that'd be kind of you know that'd be kind of cool to see you know because of the way he tells his stories and whatnot. Michael Douglas was really good here also, and the Falcon cameo. Well, not cameo, yep. I guess, but the the, the Falcon scene, yes, fun. Yeah, it's 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 a nice, small, fun, you know, fun. Another power cleanser because it came right after uh, Ultron. So it seems the kind of it seems to be the kind of film or a, tri- a franchise. It, it's like a palate cleanser. So I'm, I'm curious when Ant Man three is going to come out, if it's going to come out after another heavy film or not. So we'll have to wait and see, I guess. But yeah, it's it's fun. It's a fun film, Ben. Zach, you're up. Um, yeah, I don't want to spend. I don't get to spend a lot of time on this one, but um, I again, it's the same thing with Amanda Watts. Just a great movie, and like Ross saying, great palate cleanser from uh, Ultron during the time. And um, I like the jokes a lot in this one, actually, especially the ending battle scene with the Thomas the Train Engine. That's yeah. just the whole like setup, which is hilarious to me. Um, and yeah, it's just a great heist movie. Uh, I remember. The only thing I can say is I remember I had food poisoning one time and uh, it was on TV and that like brightened my whole day because oh. just watching it and it yeah. was just such a, it was a great, it's a great feel good movie. It's like, that's what it is for me. But yeah, nothing much else to say about that. Uh, Dakota, you said earlier, a man's not your favorite, but you definitely like this one more than the, the sequel. Yeah. I like this one. I think the placement for me um, after age of Ultron I don't know. I was more interested in watching this one. I think after Infinity War, I did not rush to go see Ant-Man <laughs> and the Wasp. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I think I watched it like months later. Okay. And um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know why exactly. It just in my brain doesn't <laughs> work out. But no, no, I did like Ant-Man. Like I think it's he's a great addition. Like even if I'm not a huge fan of his standalones, um, yeah. I love him interacting with the rest of the group uh all the side characters are great like you said michael pena was just hilarious um i i do think it's a good movie it's just not top on my rewatch list mm-hmm. um don't know why that's just how it is in my head yep 
Yeah, I'm, I'm around there too. I like Paul Rudd a lot, but just kind of am in the middle of the road, I guess. All right, we'll go on to number 15 then, coming in at 40 points. This is my girl Brie Larson, Captain Marvel. Ooh, yes. Interesting. Zach, you're excited. You want to talk? I'm very. Um, yeah. You want me to start, Ken? Sure. Um, yeah. Uh, I love Captain Marvel. I just love it. I love Brie Larson. Um, I really do not understand the hate for this movie. A part of me does because I know why people hate it. There's just this cloud. Zach, of, we all know why. We, we all, all know why. <laughs> There's a little word used in this industry called sexism. And that is prominent why people hate this movie. There's no other excuse. But um, as a Marvel film, it's great. The ending's amazing to me. I love how all her powers come to, all her powers come together. One of the things I love, I think we mentioned it on the live stream, was the soundtrack rod with Wonder Woman 84. Yeah, how this one was more uh, had the '90s soundtrack, but like every scene was like a '90s song almost. Um, it, <laughs> it was very much like how Guardians was, but it doesn't have the same flavor or like the same charm as Guardians. Mm-hmm. But um, other than that, yeah, it's a it's a solid MCU movie. Everything's great. There, I don't like this. I don't like it. Or that's not the right term. Um, it's just the downtime, the pacing of it that I don't like is the middle where they go to the um, I forgot the character's name, um, her partner, uh, uh, Rambo. Yeah, they go to her uh, like farm or ranch, whatever, and just kind of slows down a lot there. Yeah, um, every time I revisit it, it's just kind of hard to get through and just like, yep, let's get back to Captain Marvel being Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. And she's one of my favorite comic book characters of all time. And she just—it was just a perfect adaptation, honestly. And if it just wasn't for the like, just the terrible, terrible people that give Brie Larson hate for no reason. Yeah, I know. I think it would have been a—it's it, just all a mess. But other than that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I—I I don't know if it was a huge thing, but I, I remember hearing complaints about her being bland and stuff. But I mean, she's um, she's playing an alien that is <laughs> coming yeah. to Earth, or not an alien, but she's. Human, yeah, uh, brainwashed, I guess. Um, yeah. and she's grown up with aliens and then coming to Earth, it's all new to her, and she's just trying to do her mission. So, yeah, I don't, I don't understand all the hate either. For me, uh, watching the movie, I don't think the 90s, all the references affected me that much when I was in it. Uh, I, I do see there are a lot there, um, and I'm not a huge Nirvana fan, so hearing them at the end, uh, but but I mean the the slow computer <laughs> and everything and they're waiting for it. I thought that was funny. It was a fun um, yeah, it was funny gag. And but the, it was just like blockbuster and then true lies, just right and then the salt and pepper. It was just like one after sure. another. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I from that trailer I I love seeing Blockbuster on the screen, but uh yeah, watching it in the movie they didn't um yeah, I guess it felt a little forced, I guess. Or knew it was coming anyway so all right yeah dakota your thoughts so i really liked captain marvel um didn't know anything about her like character wise or anything uh when brie larson was announced like i liked her as an actress but of course like i saw like room and stuff where she's very serious so i was like i don't know she doesn't seem like the superhero type but i was like whatever i'll give it a chance and then i was also worried that they were going to make her character too serious since it's like the first female standalone, I was like, they're gonna try and make her like match up with the guys. She's gonna be too 
strong and powerful and stuff. I was like, I don't want them to do that. Luckily, we got, I thought she was very like, I liked her humor. Mm-hmm. I thought that added like a nice soft element to her being a complete badass. Um, I really, I, I don't know. I just enjoyed what they did. I don't know why. Yeah. I mean, we know why, but I don't know why people didn't like it as much. Um, it did throw me off a little bit watching it because when she was an alien, I was like, why does she have so much like earth humor like in her and then as the movie went on and like watching, like thinking about it later, I was like, oh, obviously, because she's, yeah, maybe it's just like subconscious, like that's how she was on earth. And I was like, oh, okay, it makes sense. But um, yeah, no, I really like it. Um, I put it actually in order, like Captain Marvel and then Ant-Man, just like how the, our computer okay. did it. Cool. It was a little bit higher though. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, it is a middle one for me just because I feel like the story, it, it moved along, but it didn't like some of these other ones that I put above it really like push the narrative of the whole MCU a little bit farther or there's just other elements I liked, but I really enjoy Captain Marvel. Agreed, Rod. So just to be quick, the best parts about this movie for me are Brie Larson and Samuel Jackson, kind of the buddy, the you know, the buddy road trip stuff. Mm-hmm. That was that was sort of the highlight for me and just the de-aging was really really good for for samuel jackson like yeah. you couldn't I, I was just like man looking good sam <laughs> um i zach i i i differ with you on the ending just because she was just punching ships and i was like i'm i'm i i do not know yeah Maybe, but it looked cool <laughs> i i guess i don't know it just it didn't I guess I just wanted more from a third act like that. And then I was getting really hyped because I thought we were going to get, because Ronan was on the posters and everything. I was like, oh man, we're going to get like some Ronan backstory here. And he's in it for like 30 seconds. <laughs> I mean, they must really does not like the character of Ronan at all because he is just wasted in here and in Guardians of the Galaxy. And I felt like that was a little bit of a giveaway too, because I was still unsure about, uh, you know, Jude Laws, uh, where he laid on hero villain side, but then he was talking yeah. to Ronan, and I was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. but um, maybe that was their intent." Yeah, it's. I actually like the farm scene too, Zach. Or you didn't like it, but I like it. I think the pacing. I think you guys have all said the pacing's just off at certain points. I will say this though: the post credit scene was pretty dope. One of my favorite post credit scenes when she just Dang. shows up at Avengers HQ. That was uh, the that game was, and everything. Yeah, that gave me straight up chills. <laughs> So um, this was a perfect film for Marvel to put out before Endgame. It was light. It wasn't too serious. Another, it's a good time. It's definitely it's way overhated. It's it's really enjoyable. It's just you know what this is. It's just a throwback to Marvel Phase One. It's a Phase One Marvel movie, just in Phase Three. Um, but it worked. It's just I think the writing too suffers. I don't I don't think they got the best directors to direct this. So I'm, I'm really excited about Nia DaCosta coming in to direct uh, Captain Marvel 2. That just gets me not only hype for that, but for Candyman, whenever that film comes out. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a fun film. Really enjoyable. You said it's like a Mar- phase one movie, but like, mm-hmm. I'm so glad they came out with it when they did. Can you imagine it being out in the first phase? I feel like it would have been like worse. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, a little too far out. Yeah, why? And people were like, "Why are they in space? What? What is this? What is that?" <laughs> oh, and uh, 
the daughter of uh Monica Rambo. She will be in uh um WandaVision and in Captain Marvel too. So I'm really curious what kind of role she plays in um moving forward. That gives yeah. me a question on WandaVision. Um is that what the new poster is? Is that her? Yeah, she oh. was uh uh yeah. one on one of the posters, yeah, with kind of the big hair. Yeah, I was like, oh, I was like, who is that? I don't even know who the character is. And then that just reminded me. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yep. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they connect that. Because I, when they announced that, I felt like that was a little too far-fetched <laughs> for them to be mixed up with her. But uh, but we'll see how it goes down. Uh, and last thing. Oh, 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 oh well, go ahead, Ben. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, I was going to. Well, two things, I guess. I was going to shout out uh, Ben Mendelsohn. I like yes, I was gonna. That's where I was going. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Funny. Um, yeah, I think I think he was good as Talos, and I like the the switch they do with him. Uh, of course, I haven't read any of the comics, but I I knew the scrolls were bad generally going in, uh, but they make mm-hmm. him good in in the movie. Yep. Anything else on Ben? Not me, but Benelson. No, I I I I really enjoy what they did with the scrolls because uh like like you didn't read the comics Ben, but yeah, so I did and I was kind of expecting this to be the bad guys and this have that twist happen. Mm-hmm. I dug it. Uh he kind of he's kind of the comic relief in this movie. Yeah, you know, he he really has some of the best lines and his reaction to seeing the cat. I was like, why is he freaking out about a cat? Yep. And then obviously, you know, with the whole farking thing, that was really funny. Um, and I'm glad him and Samuel L. Jackson are going to get their own show, uh, Secret Invasion. Yeah, really, really curious because that's—I mean—that's a really, really big storyline, and they're going to keep it small scale. So I'm really curious about how they're going to do that. You're probably going to get some other adventures in there too. You, you can't keep the yeah. whole thing small scale, but yeah. If I don't I'm know sure if any of you guys have read Secret Invasion, but it's a really, really good comic storyline. Um, if you got, if you ever, are ever interested in reading it. So yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it though. So cool. Me too. Speaking of a uh, goose the cat, I was um really excited. Oh, forking. What is that, Dakota? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so cute. Um, but I was really excited when they because I knew who Goose the Cat was or who she was. It was um, it was a name, but they changed the name. I've heard the name of the cat in the comics, but um, the fl- term Florkin I realized was in a Guardians comic I read, so I knew kind of what that was to expect in the end. But it was just a great fan moment when that happens, and the goose just eats all the uh, soldier or I forget, was it soldiers? Just random people. Yeah, the uh, the Kree. Yeah. The Kree. There we go. Yeah, the Kree. Yeah. And just the stories on that was just hilarious to me and a great moment. Oh, my look, my sister hates this movie, but every time <laughs> that every time she watches it or whenever she watches it. That's the only that's the only scene she really laughs at is when the forkin just starts eating people. It reminded me of the group scene with the with the branches where he goes, ah, ah, I'll just ah. swing them back and forth. Yeah. Thank <laughs> Bill. Um I just looked it up and the goose the cat in the comics, do you know, Rod? No, I don't. Uh, actually known as Chewy. Yeah. Uh, so oh, wow. I guess they didn't want another connection to Star Wars smart um, or a reference um yeah and then my last thing i wanted to shout out uh pnr toprak i think is how you pronounce it who did the score which i i quite enjoy and uh interested interested to see where her career goes as well oh and stanley's cameo i like this cameo a lot yes great cameo yep uh mall rats yeah reading the script right mm-hmm. 
Oh, right. but speaking of that, the opening okay. too. I know. <laughs> just I the whole. Say, we got to talk about that. Yeah. Talk about Marvel. <laughs> I know. Just the whole. Uh, instead of doing the usual thing, they just had you know just Stan Lee. That's right. Um, that was that movie. Mm-hmm. That was hard. That was hard. Well, someone yelled in my theater. Uh, Thank you, Stan. Like really, really loud, and so the whole theater started started erupting with applause and stuff. So, oh, that was that was tough to watch though. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a touching tribute. Okay, we can move on now. I'm sorry, Ben. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. We had one last thing, like five times. <laughs> Moving on, number fourteen. This one was one point higher, coming in at forty-one, and it is Benedict Cumberbatch's Doctor Strange. Now, Dakota had this one the lowest. Do you want to talk first on why you're not so high on it? I don't know. Uh, like all with, right. my, <laughs> with all of my I'm just like, I don't know. I like it. No, I really did like it. I love Benedict Cumberbatch. Like, oh my gosh, everything he does. Um, so I was excited that they got him into the MCU. I like his character. I think the movie is just a little weird um, or, or strange. <laughs> um, but I like it. I don't know. I feel like it just doesn't. I mean, it, it definitely ties in, obviously, but I think it just like doesn't tie in that much. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think just the weirdness of it. I like the his cape. That's a good, <laughs> good uh, side character. <laughs> yeah, he's a good character. I just, I, I don't know. I guess I just wanted more from it, but still enjoyed it. So, okay, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I see what you're saying too with it being. It feels like it is disconnected the movie a little bit with the the mystic arts and everything uh i guess and how he's the only one really that's doing it um now in the avengers at least so yeah uh let's go to rod you had it a little bit higher than dakota yeah i have it no i have it yeah i have it at a 16 so i kind of this and captain marvel kind of always go back and forth on benedict cumberbatch has grown into the role a lot, but I think that has more to do with Infinity War than than Doctor Strange, honestly. Um, to me, this film, in a lot of ways, just feels like the first Iron Man, just with magic. Um, <laughs> that's why I kind of have it a little lower on my list. But, Zach, you're talking about great 4K uh, tra- uh, Blu-rays. This 4K, man, is... If you get a chance, I don't know oh, if you have it or I, not. I can't Dude. wait. It's it's real. It's nice. It's, it's I can't imagine nice that uh, the, the ancient one touching him and all that trippiness at first. Oh, My eyes hurt. My eyes hurt, man. <laughs> oh, and uh, the the slow mo rain scene. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm sure that would look cool too. Um, true. Honestly, the highlight for me of this film was just him training, kind of him going, you know, just going through the ringer of you know becoming who he is today. Um, he hasn't really proclaimed himself to be the next Sorcerer Supreme. I'm sure probably Doctor Strange too. He probably will, will take up that mantle. Chiwetel Ejiofor, I thought was he was fine. Not one of his better roles, but it was nice to see him. Yeah. Benedict Wong, though, I thought was another kind of highlight. Yeah. Uh, the whole thing with, with Beyonce was really funny. Then him listening to it in the library, <laughs> I thought that was <laughs> that was really nice and clever. Um, Rachel McAdams, who I just i just did my post today about my 10 favorite actresses and you know she was number 10 and Mm -hmm. she it was nice seeing her pop up i was gonna get upset because she wasn't supposed to be in doctor strange too now she is so yeah she's gonna be in it this film i don't know it's just 
there's just too much Iron Man similarities in there for me to have it any higher than where I than where I do. And I feel like Doctor Strange is still kind of the same snarky asshole at the <laughs> end. Um, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, I, I, not a lot of character progression going on with his character, at least to me. The action's cool. The the the, the whole trippiness. It's it's nice looking, and and the ancient one. Um, why am I forgetting her name, guys? Oh my Tilda god, Swinton or, yeah, Tilda Swinton, uh, or yeah, Tilda Swinton. Yeah, there we go. Um, she was really good. Also, it's 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 fine. It's fine. It's a, it's think, a nice. Yeah, I think you made a good point. Like maybe that's what it is. It's just like this came out in the middle of um, like Avenger. I don't know the order, but you know, in the middle of like well, all the out, action came, yeah. stuff. It was mm-hmm. another origin yeah. that it just like misplaced and maybe we're just done with origins and this then this shows up even i but at the same time yep. i didn't even get that feel from captain marvel too much maybe because it was a different kind of origin but the same right. just like they get b- pushed down and then they have to build up kind of thing i don't know yeah maybe this came out after civil war and civil war kind of well, that was the start of phase three so having something like civil war kicking off a fate you know kicking off phase three and then you go to an origin story it's like <sighs> all right well you know but uh, look, Sam Raimi's coming to direct Darker Strange too. Uh, Zach, I know man. you're just oh, the moon my man <laughs> about that. I'm I'm excited. That that that's probably gonna be the pseudo Avengers movie since we're not gonna get one for a while. This is probably that's probably gonna be the closest thing we get for an Avengers five for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, that's all I gotta say, man. Darker cool. Yeah. Uh, I know I'm more excited for Raimi because the the Spider Man connection. Myself, mm-hmm. you're a big uh, horror fan, Zach. Yeah, um, that's why. Um, that's what I got a lot to say about Doctor Strange. That's my number ten. Um, I love this movie. It's I just adore this movie. Speaking of horror directors, Scott Dickerson, the director of this one. Um, Is it Dickerson or Derrickson? Yeah, Derrickson. Yeah, Derrickson. My bad. Um, wow, I'm, I'm such a horror fan. Um, he did uh, Sinister. <laughs> Um, so yeah. when he was announced, I was like, oh, great. It's going to be some horror elements. Doctor Strange It's going to be perfect. While the horror elements weren't as strong as I was hoping for, not really there, to be honest. Yeah. Um, there were some creepy elements still, but not really there. Uh, other than that, it's a great, for me, it's just a great origin story. And as you mentioned Iron Man, I just realized, yeah, it kind of is, has the same beats as Iron Man at, at times, but um there's just something about Benedict Cumberbatch in this movie that just so great. The visuals, the whole motion with the hands, they just brought the comic to life and that psychedelic feel with um, how the ancient one just shows him vaguely his 1% or whatever and shows him everything and the multiple hands. It got weird. It got yeah. the right amount of weird. Um, and then the Dormammu um, bit, love it i love how it just kept going it's like i'm here to make up or make an offer and just kept going and going okay. come the bargain oh a bargain and Dermot was like just stop enough <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it was a great comedy aspect of that and then um just everything the whole inception type style filming um yeah again i just love this movie it was it's the to me one of the weirdest marvel movies and mm-hmm. it kind of paid off and that was sam raimi who did Evil Dead, obviously. Um, I hope they get a little bit more creepy 
I heard it's gonna be more horror in this the um uh, what's it called? Uh the multiverse madness. Multiverse, yeah, there we multiverse go. of madness. There we I go. Guess, yeah. I hope it gets weird. I hope it gets weird, weird. Um yeah. and then well, I'm also, excited because oh go on. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh yes, no one has mentioned Mad Mickelson's performance. He's so great. Why? Why would we? He was <laughs> wasted. A, no, he wasn't. Oh, yes, he, okay, he, was. he was. But he was so good. It's Matt Mickelson. He's yeah. Uh, he was great in that one. He looked uh, creepy. That's about all. All the nice things I can the, say. I liked him more in Rogue cool. One. In Rogue One, <laughs> yeah. he you know he was in it for like ten minutes. <laughs> he did have more weight in Rogue One than this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, get Wan is funny, but yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I just like love it. Love it, love it. Yep, I'm a proud cumber bitch myself. Um, <laughs> I think it's his fan I'm going to pretend like I didn't hear that. <laughs> <laughs> to be I honest, this is, there's something I just, for a long time, I didn't think he was that attractive, but then there's something in him as Doctor Strange that's just like, okay, I see it now. I see what people say. All right, well, I won't comment on that, but uh, <laughs> no, no. Uh, nah, he's cute in this one. <laughs> it's the beard. Where did this go? He does. He does have a nice beard. Um, uh, anyway, so we'll save that for a ranking of the sexiest Avengers later. Uh, oh hell yeah. <laughs> um, I will be there. <laughs> all right. Well, I know you're number one. What just happened. But yeah, the Doctor Strange movie, uh, I saw it in theaters. This is the only one I saw in uh, 3D. And a lot of people have problems with their eyes with 3D. I I don't. Uh, so I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Oh, well, um, good, good for you. Yeah, well, no, I didn't mean to brag. I just meant. I'm kind of the same way. It doesn't affect me. Yeah, I just I went with some friends and they were like, I couldn't, you know, focus well with the glasses and stuff. Um, so. I don't know, but anyway, I, I like seeing it in 3D uh, with the you know kind of Inception style CGI and everything. Yeah, echoing what everyone said. Also, the ending which Zach uh, brought up, I, I like how it wasn't just a big battle with uh, mindless robots or anything like we've seen before. It was that bargain and you know, the little Groundhog Day effect <laughs> over and over. But I thought that was a cool mind trick more than anything else, which was nice to see. Uh, yeah. That's all I got. So we'll move on to thirteen. Uh, whew, this is this is low for for me, but uh, this is Spider-Man: Homecoming. Uh, Spider-Man is my favorite comic book character, so I had it higher on my list. But um, I thought it was a great introduction with Tom Holland, or well, first movie with Tom Holland. He appeared in Civil War earlier, of course, but the the eighties feel, John Hughes kind of feeling movie and how he's actually in high school and actually the right age uh are are closer at least (laughs) than the other guys we had before yeah the i do understand the ending wasn't great i guess the the final battle and everything and there's there's some things you could nitpick um but i i quite enjoyed it we'll go to dakota for her thoughts yeah, so I love this new Spider-Man. I mean, I loved all the Spider-Man. Well, okay. Raimi Spider-Mans and then this. I love Tom Hall and the Spider-Man. He's one of my like top. I think he's like my top Spider-Man cast. I I think I just put it lower just because I 
I mean, it's probably controversial, but I like the other one better. Um, oh, okay. And I know, I know, it's a little weird, but I like the other one better. But so that's why this one got knocked down just a little bit. Um, I thought this one was a little, little boring, but I enjoyed a lot of it. Don't get me wrong. Um, I love the reveal of um, Michael Keaton being the dad. Yes. Of Liz. That I I actually didn't see it coming, but I try to like just turn off my brain when I watch these either. things mm-hmm. and not try to like figure out the twist. But I actually didn't see that coming. I was like, whoa, okay, okay. So I did enjoy that. Um, I of course loved the entire cast. I don't think there's one person I thought was miscast. Um, it was just super fun, and I'm glad it like this Spider Man became a thing, especially with Civil War. But I'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. The that scene. Like you said, with uh, finding out Michael Keaton is uh, her dad, and then <laughs> Peter <Not> being <laughs> scared, <laughs> and and Vulture figuring it out in the car, and I mean that's talked about a lot already. But uh, yeah, that that one scene I think is is, is <laughs> worth the ticket price alone <laughs> for me. Yeah, is this the <laughs> one where he is told to do a flip? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that was like my favorite scene, hands down. Yeah, I, had, like, <laughs> I was like rewatching it. I rewound it three times. Like, do a flip. <laughs> yeah, that is funny too. Yeah, there, there's a lot of humor, uh, which I, I dug as well. Uh, Zach, what's your input? Yeah, if I don't understand people who can dislike this movie, it's just so good. Again, another feel good uh, Marvel movie. I do have like some nitpicks, of course, in the end. Um, it's a little too hard to see the plane fight and everything. Yeah. Just a little bit too dark. Um, but I love the scene. I think it's from the comics where he raises. He's like, "Come on, Spider Man, come on!" And like he like tries to lift the thing off his back or the rock. That yeah. was really powerful and emotional. Classic Spider Man. Remind me a lot of the Raimi stuff. Um, Tom Holland's great. Uh, I love the twist with uh, Keen. That was so great. He's a great villain, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, I love his friend, Ned. They have a great connection. They were pretty funny. The guy in the uh, chair. <laughs> I love the... Um, I love how he drops a Death Star. Like they were like saying, "We gotta build the Death Star." <laughs> he just immediately drops it. That was funny to me. Yep. Um, yeah, just a lot of good humor in this one too. It's it's honestly, I think besides the Guardians, the funniest Marvel movie. It's just really the whole scene where he's like running as spy or doing Spider Man stuff, and it's like do the flip and just all that stuff. It's just great humor. Mm-hmm. That's pretty mm-hmm. much just a great Spider Man movie. Yep. Uh, and I don't think I, I'd heard of John Watts, uh, the director before. And honestly, I need to watch his other stuff. I don't know if I've seen anything, but he's coming back for the third one, uh, Spider-Man movie. And they announced recently he's doing the Fantastic Four movie, which I'm very excited about as well. So we'll see how that goes. Hmm. What uh, what did you guys think of? <laughs> oh, no. What'd you think of hot Aunt May? <laughs> I love her. So uh, I, know. I thought that was good. I was, I was fine with that. Not her not being a really old lady like grandma. It felt like an aunt, you know. It felt yeah. like yeah, aunt. the fun aunt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but real quick, John Watts he directed this movie called Clown. It's this horror movie. Again, another like horror director. So that was really cool. Oh, okay. Huh, cool. I didn't know that. Rod, you want to give your thoughts? Yeah, just uh. 
you guys touched on the comedy already, so I'm, I'm gonna not talk about that. Sure. I just want to talk about just how slow paced this was and how we got to spend time with Peter, kind of dealing with high school stuff, dealing with the dance, dealing with the crush. Um, yeah. Liz, I, I like that, you know, that you know, how she actually liked him too. Zendaya, although her role was very minimal, I thought she had some really, really great lines. Uh, mainly when they were on that trip to DC and they're talking about how the, the monument was built by slaves and everything. And that, <laughs> I, I, I found that scene really, really funny. Yeah. Um, oh, what's his, the, te- the teacher, I keep forgetting the teacher's name. Martin Starr is yeah, Martin Starr. Yeah. He, Oh my God. Hit, hit in this and far from home. He kills it. Yep. He cracks me up all the, he cracks me up in both movies. <laughs> my favorite. From I, him, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say my favorite line from him was, uh, I, I'm paraphrasing, but he, he's like, uh, he's like, I don't want to lose another kid on a field trip. Not again. <laughs> not again. <laughs> and, <laughs> he like paused for a minute. He's like, not again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you guys didn't even mention, which I'm, I'm surprised you didn't mention the code of the, the cap stuff uh, from with the school. That that stuff was hilarious. I thought about it after I stopped talking. I was like, all right, well, I'll move <laughs> on. But yeah, that was really because uh, I love there. He was he did something for the gym, the gym, uh, for the gym class. And then um, Hannibal Burris. Yeah. yeah, he's like, he goes, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure this guy's like a war criminal now. So don't take this guy seriously <laughs> or something. <laughs> that was good. Sorry. I love that. Uh, and attention one too. Yeah. <laughs> when he's attention and uh, Zendaya runs away, hey, get back here. He just goes, <laughs> <laughs> where are you going? Get back here. <laughs> but the post credit scene was definitely the best because we were all expecting something for like Infinity oh, yeah. War and it was just cap. So, oh no, what, what does he say? Patience. Uh, yeah, patience. <laughs> uh, the key to victory. Something, something like that. Yeah. Sometimes um, you wait a long time for something and it doesn't pan out or something like that. Right. Yeah. Something yeah. like yeah. Uh that's so funny. I want to watch it now. <laughs> <laughs> really, really great stuff. And uh Giacchino score also. Yeah. Love his Spider-Man theme. Oh yes. Not as good, maybe not as good as uh Elfman's Raimi's uh theme, but a strong second for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, good job avoiding uh humor, like you said you were with the rod. <laughs> but uh <laughs> Oh yeah. No, no, that's definitely, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's definitely a, a key point of the movie. Yeah, good good shout for Giacchino too. Uh and Spider-Man's theme and Vulture's theme too is quite simplistic, but it, it gets stuck in my head a lot at least. All right. Uh number twelve, we'll finish up kind of quickly here, uh, is Iron Man three. This came in at forty nine points, <laughs> only one point higher than homecoming. Uh, I know Rod's got something to say, so uh, but we'll we'll go to Zach first. Uh, give us your kind of quick opinion, and then honestly, the second best Iron Man movie. I know there's three, but <sighs> this one is so good. Um, I rewatched it for the first time again last year, and I was like, "Damn!" And this was like after Endgame and all that, so I was like, "Get perspective." I was like, "Damn, this is a lot smaller scale." Um, Shane Black got his Christmas theme going on. Um, and that was the right move to bring in Shane Black and different director, different take on Iron Man. Um, yeah, I love the PTS or like how he deals with PTSD, just the instant the kid asking for like an autograph or a drawing or autograph, whatever. And he was like, how did you survive? And he just goes into like an anxiety attack. You don't see much of that personal stuff with a lot of superheroes. 
So when you see that, it makes them human and gives them more of a reason to care for them. And oh, it was just so well done. And the whole with the kid and everything, the only issue I may like I kind of have with it is the um towards the end, the whole like pepper fight and like the fireworks and like the big like all the suits going at once. It just kind of gets uh kind of anticlimactic you can say but other than that it's a solid solid iron man and especially the ending scene it's a great co- conclusion for the trilogy even though Endgame is a good conclusion for his character it's a good conclusion to as a trilogy so yep yeah. well said rod what you got i can't i can't believe i have to be quick about this one because i, I <laughs> this, this to me is the most underrated mcu film uh, I talked about a lot of my page. I think Zach and I did a debate about this last year. Uh, talk about our, 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 I don't know if Zach can remember this. We did our most uh, underrated comic book films. I think you did. Yeah. And you picked Iron Man 3. Yeah. Zach touched upon it. The, the PTSD stuff. You you don't see that. Like Zach said, you don't see that enough in comic book films. I'm glad they explored that. And Downey portrayed it really, 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 really well. Um, this is actually my favorite of the Iron Man movies just because of how personal it is. And I, I love the exploration of Tony Pepper's relationship. I actually dug the Mandarin twists. I know not lot, I know a lot of you know, comic book fans, whatever. They didn't like it. Like I'm a, I'm a comic book fan. I love, I love the twist. The iron Patriot thing. I, you know, I could have done without, I kind of, I wish it was just war machine, but I get it for the gag, whatever. It was funny. Uh, but th- I, I love those super, those comic book movies where you, where you just take away their armor and they just have to rely on, them kind of like why the dark knight rises so much you don't get a lot of bruce and batman suit to like almost an hour hour and a half into the movie mm-hmm. uh you know even though tony's definitely in his suits a lot more it's still you know when he's going to like home depot building weapons building his own weapons you know infiltrating That's that ma- yeah kind of sponsor, obviously yeah yeah <laughs> i had that like kind of not james bondish feel but yeah kind of like a like a Mission Impossible. I don't know. It, spyish feel. Thank you, Zach. Espionage, whatever it's called. Espionage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. This. It's a great conclusion. If you just watch it as a trilogy and don't watch any more movies with Iron Man or Tony Stark, I should say, then yeah, the ending makes sense. Mm-hmm. But like this movie, you know, he blows up his suits and then Age of Ultron. Oh, look at that! He has his suits. I. I was. I'm okay with that now because I see that Tony can never let go of his suits because his suits are always a part of him. So I'm good with that. It bothered me at first, but you know, watching his whole arc, it makes sense. And I thought Gwyneth Paltrow too did just did a really, really wonderful job in this movie. I've always been a big fan of, you know, Tony and Pepper, obviously I'll, I'll ship that today, tomorrow, next week, next year. And uh, yeah, that's, that's my two cents on Iron Man three as much as I can. Cool. I just want to touch on the suits real quick. Um, him letting go to suits, I kind of like the. It's like um, he's letting go that he needs to get over what happened, and because he made all those suits because he was scared, and I think him like blowing them up was kind of like his uh, uh, catharsis or a uh, what's the word um, cathartic. There we go. Just that, just his cathartic saying of like, okay, I'm time, I'm moving on from this yeah. from Avengers and stuff. All right. We're running short on time, so we'll keep going here. Number 11, coming in at 51 points, uh, only three points higher than Homecoming. It's Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah, not just uh, just barely not take, reaching the top 10. Uh, like I said, Spider-Man's my favorite. Uh, I like this movie a lot. 
Uh, I love Jake Gyllenhaal. So seeing him coming as as Mysterio was awesome. Uh, and I I do like what they did with his character uh, and the the reveal they have like in the middle of the movie was was cool. Um, I figured he wasn't a good guy, <laughs> uh, and I even though I haven't read comics, I kind of knew his story. But it was still cool to see brought up on screen and other characters uh, that went along with it. And uh, the best aspect I think from this movie is how they go out of New York City and and hit different hit different countries. Um, on the the field trip was is really cool and how they deal with the aftermath of end game um kind of one more time tony puts a stamp <laughs> on on spider-man but i think it worked well and of course the the five-year gap and everything they had some some good jokes with that so uh dakota finish finish off the episode here with uh, your thoughts on far from home yeah no i really like this one um like like you said, I love Jake Hill- Gyllenhaal, and like I was so happy with him as Mysterio. Like that was just such a great villain for me. Um, I love that whole uh, abandoned building, like yes. fight scene. He's not really fighting, so it's just like a trippy thing. And yep. I oh my gosh, that was so good. And I I actually really enjoyed how like it was it was post end game or whatever. He it's he really just wanted to be a kid. He didn't want to take on the, as like a leader or anything because Tony's gone or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, he, I, I get that. I, I just, I don't, I really like that. He's just like, I'm not ready for this. I just want to focus on like getting this girl to like me. I, I really enjoyed that. I might've seen a little like dumb for people or just like a little simple, but I just really thought that that was a good character arc for him is that, you know, he's not, he doesn't feel ready and he just wants to focus on real kid things instead of, um, and then, you know, it switches and then become, he's like, okay, I can actually do this. And I enjoyed that part of the story. Yeah. I just think overall it's just cute. cute. And that was like my favorite palate cleanser, as you guys were saying this whole time, that was my favorite one. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I started with a Spider-Man quip and we're ending with uh, with Far From Home on our first of two parts of our ranking of the MCU movies. Uh, Rod, do you want to you want to take us out? Yes. Yes. I want to thank uh, Zach and Dakota for being here. You can you can catch them on the part two of our uh, MCU countdown from worst to best. So make sure you do uh, you, you stick stick around for that. Or catch that when it drops, whenever. Zach, real quick, if you want to let the, pe- the good people know where they can find your great Instagram page. Yeah, my great Instagram page is called Zach's Terrible Reviews. All <laughs> together, um, I make terrible posts, and yeah, you're probably gonna hate my opinion and my taste in movies, but that's okay. But they are definitely good reads. Thank you. Now Dakota also has a Instagram page, but you need to catch out our podcast if you, mm-hmm. if you get a chance. So Dakota, please tell the good folk where they can find your podcast. And also the name of your podcast too. <laughs> so it's the She'll Watch Anything podcast. It's on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Um, yeah, so I'd say check it out. I just review movies with friends. And then check out my Instagram too, DK Reviews. Awesome. I'm excited for your next uh episode of the pod where we're talking about marvel today but sounds like you're dipping into dc yeah i don't know if you guys will like our take 
Oh, okay. Still listening. Well, sounds like Zach and I probably won't, but <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I will enjoy listening to it at least. <laughs> All right, good, good. <laughs> yep. Thanks, guys, for joining us. Uh, the Infinity Film Podcast is on most uh, streaming services, and we're on Instagram at the Infinity film podcast uh like yep. i just said uh <laughs> but then you can email us uh your ranking um which actually next episode we're going to read a few of the top threes we got sent in but let us know what your thoughts are on our list uh at the infinity bros 20 at gmail.com that's the infinity bros 20 at gmail.com all right, all right. thanks again everybody <laughs> oh right go ahead <laughs> oh i didn't know if i was going to close out you're going to close out so yeah, so for me, Ben, Zach, and Dakota, till next time, guys, stay safe, wear a mask, and uh, thanks for thanks for listening. Catch you guys next time. Bye.